G'day punters, welcome to the Sin City Brand Week special, focusing only on PVL State. This podcast is brought to you by puntingform.com.au, betfair.com.au, and of course, Goat Lager, the most enjoyable drop you'll ever enjoy. It's brewed with the pure water suck via a garden hose out of the Yarra River just there in Richmond, put in those kegs and distilled for the perfect amount of time to become the most drinkable and enjoyable beverage you'll ever taste. Mark Roden joins us again from Sydney. Mark, how are you, big fella? I'm very well indeed. Even better now that the Tigers are through to another grand final. Gone a bit early, I reckon, some of your mates. Hopefully you haven't as well, but I'm, I'm cheering for you as much as I was cheering for Collingwood on Saturday night. What a win. That was by the Giants. They were almost disgustingly... There would have been a, a royal commission if they had lost that after that disgusting cheating went by, by the AFL, but they got it done. It's going to be a pretty good granny, I reckon. Yeah, I, I think it will be. Um, they're a very good side. They're in great form. Um, just fingers crossed from our perspective, uh, I suppose that they're a bit banged up because that was a brutal last quarter. Their relentless attack at the nut is oh, it's, it's outstanding to watch, and if they can maintain that, I reckon they win. But, yeah, the big question is, can they? Yeah, it seems that I mean, Geelong filleted us in the first half on Friday night, but it's hard to play like that before quarters against Richmond too, so we'll see what happens. Now we move over to our man, big Roberto Scurry. I imagine he's having four or five inside-out darts this morning after one of the most enormous Saturdays he's ever had. How are you, big fella? Can't complain, can't complain, yeah. I've been out and about this morning enjoying another beautiful Sydney day. You know, spring is just in the air, grand final week, you know, lots of love about the world. Are you inside-outing Simo style again this morning? <laughs> Uh, not, not not right now, but um, you know, it's, I've got the I've got the nine year old home from school. She's she's like eighty five percent right. She she put the hard word on me this morning. She's been a bit sick. Mum's been a bit sick over the weekend, so she's here with me. So you know, um, yeah, pretty tame day. Probably go to the beach after this. Can't complain, mate. All right, punters, we are going to review races four, the T Rose Stakes, race number six, which was the short, the seven, the uh, optic. Colgate, White, Stakes, the Kingston Town Race 8, and the E-Group Security, a benchmark 88, which finished the proceedings there at Randwick. Mark, what did, how did you see him in race four, mate? Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a bet in the race. I thought the market was pretty right. Um, but it was a fantastic race to watch. Um, Funstar and Libertini going at it and uh, almost run down by the, um, the New Zealander probable at the end. So it was a really great three-way go. Um, I think we discussed Libertini after her previous start, debating about whether she was looking for 1,400 now. Uh, I think from memory, Rob said, no, she's a sprinter, and that would appear to be the case after what we saw on on Saturday. Um, uh, we, we'd also discussed Funstar after her last start, running second to Yardash, and I said she's better than I uh, thought she was, and she certainly lived right up to that with another... Great performance on Saturday. Now, Probabil's raced right into flight stakes. Uh, calculations in two weeks when she'll step up to the mile, which is clearly what she wants. Yeah, Probabil's clocked the fastest last everything in this race. 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, the works. Uh, Pistol Pete actually declared Funstar on the preview show, maybe, and definitely on the pregame podcast on the Saturday. It was an enormous result for us up in the uh, plebs there at Caulfield, Mark, where you've seen us operate. Rob, how'd you go here? What'd you think? What'd you do? Um, I, I, I thought the the favourite Libertini paraded really, really well. Um, I just thought her class would probably get her home. Uh, have we talked about the data, boys? 
What have they done here? 1.4 lengths slow to the 600, and the first three across the line have broken the class benchmark, which is no surprise. Um, but I think also coming out of this race, the first four of them across the line all ran some really nice late progressive sectionals attacking the line well. So Savaging at Charlie Sheen style. Yeah, now, exactly. What, what do we do with subpoenaed Scurry? I really like the horse. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't seen it. That's why I'm asking my man, my eyes in Sydney. The whisperer. <laughs> uh, I don't think much. I, I, I don't think much of it, mate. You know, I missed it that day at Kenzo, um, which, which is very annoying uh, when it won. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think she's she's in the same. You know, she's barely a Saturday horse to look at to me. Mark, your read on subpoenaed? I think she's uh, on her figures. She's certainly Saturday class and maybe better, but she is a level below the absolute top ones that were uh, first three across the line here. Fair enough. So we want to follow Probabil to the which race, Mark? Uh, the last race, but I don't think we'll have that to ourselves. I think everyone's seen that real flashing light run. Um, where to, Libertini? Any any thoughts on that? Oh, they'll try and Clearly. down Everest spot. Yeah. Well, hmm. Which you won't be able to win. No, no, I don't think so. Uh... Uh, they're probably freshening up and go to the Coolmore down the straight and beat all those million-dollar Colts, you know, really put a fly in the ointment there. <laughs> Jerry Harvey. Righto, boys. We'll head to the shorts, which was a t- very... There's so much Sydney and PVL about this race. It was a five-horse field on a Saturday <laughs> for uh, $500,000. So, wow. Just wow in itself. Uh, the data, Pete, the data here for race six, please. The shorts over 1,100 metres, a group two set weights and penalties. For the class, 14.9 lengths slow to the 600. Uh, none mm. of them have broken the class benchmark because it was a very slowly run race. Huntingform.com.au. Rob, Roberto, mm-hmm. Rodell sounded to me the way you spoke about it like it was borderline panthering here. Yeah, totally. Every one of these horses paraded well. Even Home on the Brave was, was pretty relaxed for him. So these are, you know, world-class horses, everything. You know, it's a small field, but they're all very, very good. Um, I just thought Graf paraded a little bit more forward than Classic Legend. He just oozes quality. Classic Legends, great attitude. Pirata had come on. I said he'd improve. But, yeah, look, Red Seal's a horse I don't think I've ever been able to, able to catch. Um, but, yeah, he looked, he looked, he looked awesome. Um, I, they've obviously gone too slow here, haven't they? He's, he's, you know, Kieran's tried to nurse it. I guess maybe they're they're thinking about the Everest and didn't want to give it a, you know, yeah, a real gaffbuster. But I, I think that gives even more merit to the horse. We were all declaring a follow from the one of the previous podcasts in Pierrata. Mark, I assume this was pretty fat for you. Uh, yeah, good result. Um, yes, we did mention it quite right after its last run, and uh, it looks. It looked his race, even though, you know, they're all set to peak in the Everett, all, all quality sprinters, you know, uh, this year all got their eye on that. Um, but this did look, he looked best suited to me. Um, yeah, it was an 11 horse field originally, down to five. Um, a lot of people jumping at shadows, you know, the track was a heavy nine on Friday, I think. Uh, and oh, that was, that was the best case it could possibly be. We ended up on a five. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> That's a talking point. Sorry, yeah, two very windy days in a row, weren't there? So that, that really improved it much more than people thought was going to happen. But uh, sure. having said that, anyway, um, I think the, the five-horse field really played into Pierre Outer's hands because uh, he is one of those get-back horses who can be a little bit frustrating at times. But 
it was just physically impossible to get too far back in the five horse field. He ended up fourth, I think, about two lengths off the lead. And as you said, they've gone unbelievably slowly here, and he's got the. You know, he, he can come out in the best 400 in the race, and that's what's uh, won it for him. Yeah, which he's done. He's clocked the fastest last six, four, and 200 metres of the entire day at Randwick. Yeah, no surprise in a pace that's low. Right over. He's right in the Everest. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, a wet track won't bother him. Even better suited at 1,200. Uh, you'd assume there'd be, you know, you'll get the 12 horse field and that, but you'd assume there'll be enough speed on for him. Yeah, right in it. So we're, we're probably type. Arcadia Queen from Pirata at the moment on this podcast. I'd lean... Uh, you can't hold me to this, but I'd lean Pirata. Okay. Righto, boys. Race seven, the, uh, the Colgate Optic Wine <laughs> over the mile. 500,000 Group 1. Uh, Avilius Scurry, you launched a few units of this big boy. And he mowed it home and got it done for uh, you, me, Pete, and all of our subscribers. This was a big race. This was a really gutsy call from you, I reckon, with the way the race, the way the, the day sort of set up. Big win. How'd you how'd you how'd you see the the this horses as a, sorry? How'd you see this horse as a like stage of prep? How much more's it got to come? Avilius oh, just looked outstanding. I think that was just the word I used in the text, just one word. You know, I like to usually give more than one word to describe a top-rated horse, but he looked outstanding and like a weight for age champion. And with the softer track, I knew he'd be advantaged. Um, I just, you know, I know it was a mile, but um, he just looked like a, an absolute weight for age superstar to me, and um, horses don't parade better than him. Yeah, they've gone, the race has gone... 0.9 fast all average benchmark to the six and come home 5.2 fast overall 6.1 fast. Uh, Avilius has gone, he's come home super. He's run the seventh fastest last six, the fifth fastest last, no, the eleventh fastest last six, the ninth fastest last four, and the seventh fastest last 200 meters of the entire day over a mile. This is a horse that's going to get a lot further. Mark, was this enormous for you as well? Uh, it was good. It was yeah, good, good result there for me and uh, my subscribers at uh, Champion Bets and Winning Edge. Um, Dot com. I, I it was, sorry. <laughs> um, it was it was a great price, really. He it can, he was just completely unsuited his first two runs of his prep, uh, and especially last start when he was going around close to even money. You know, race, you know the way the track was playing that day, he was horribly unsuited. And here we are when he gets a you know a much much better setup, and you get him twice the price. It was. Crazy, really, and he, he just destroyed them. Um, yeah, great bet and a great win. Um, are there horses that in this race you think can sort of be followed to anything else, or is it a bit sort of avilius and that's it? Well, uh, Dream Force is a good handicapper, and he, he, you know, he wasn't disgraced, he's just not going to beat avilius at weight for age, though. Do you reckon there's a few yeah. Epsom, Epsom horses here? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, he's one of them for sure, yeah. Sorry, Rob. Oh, I I, th- I think uh, very elegant. A bit of a myth. Just a weddy. Um, doesn't doesn't look like a weight for age horse to me. Uh, I think Gwenda's got herself a good horse. This Angel of Truth. It it, it looked a, a couple run short. You know, um, her other horse ran well earlier in the day off a long break. Excelsior had it in the numbers. Um, any, anyway, the, the, other than that, Happy Clapper. You know, he he, he often he just runs well. Um, I've seen him parade better though. He, he's often, you know, sweating up towards the end of the parade a little bit, um, which 
you know, it's not always been the way for him. Um, your thing that you liked, uh, the Mr. Marathon Man, I, th- I thought it can, it can um, definitely run well again this time in. Mark, I've backed Pete. Actually, Pete and I have backed Mr. Marathon Man to win the Epsom at 101. Is, mm. that, is that stupid? Well, not, not stupid, but I don't think it'll win. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a donation, you're saying? Uh, is he... I don't, know, I don't know if he's that good. Is he in the ra- is he in the race even? I think is he, he might go the there. I think he, he was he was slaughtered at Fleming at Mooney Valley. He wasn't given every possible here on um, at Randwick. He he looked like he was travelling to me. Second go Randwick. Tick 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 tick. There's a lot of upside of this horse and 101. I just wanted to find out. And he, obviously much better suited in a handicap than a for age too. Yes, correct. Adios. Not a bad bet, Tico. You got the thumbs up from me if it makes the field. I reckon it'll start. 50s. <laughs> Just like green up there. Green up, yeah. bruh. Green up, bruh. Oh, oh man, you've got to love the green up. You know, that's why Cuba, which we're not going to talk about, is almost my favourite horse. Just because you can green up. You can have too much on because you know where he's going to be in the run. Yep. And um, he's, he's, I almost like, love him more than, um, you know, any horse, Cuba. Big call. Saturday horse. Big call. That was some of your Sa- yeah, I know. Saturday was now. You know, he's finally made it to Saturday in in late in middle of spring. He's, he's where I thought he'd be. Right no, only... race, <laughs> race number eight. Sorry, Rob. the Kingston Town. They've gone five point three fast to the six hundred and come home four point seven fast to record an overall figure of ten on the button. Finch has won. This is going to be a really really good form race, is it not, Mark? Uh, yes, I would say so. I uh, Rob found Finch, didn't he, as well? Did, yeah. In your numbers? Yeah. Set it down on the top. Dot com. Yeah, well done. Well done. I talked myself out of it, and even after your push, I didn't didn't get involved, uh, and I'm filthy, because I really was taken in his first up run, but I was just worried, considering the prep is on the maybe 2,000 second up. You know, maybe he was even looking for further, but clearly 2,000 second up was uh, perfect for him in, in hindsight. And it was a great price too. So uh, yeah, well done there. And I'm a bit annoyed with myself that I um, I didn't back it. I, I had something small on Scarlet Dream who fell out of the gates and was, just couldn't get into the race. Um, I didn't think she was a bad bit of double figure odds, but yeah, she just couldn't get into it. But yeah, it, it, these are the good, you know, the best of the local locally trained uh, stayers and middle distance horses we've got going on in um, Sydney at the moment. Um, Great effort from Stampede, brave effort from the front. I thought off a, off a bad one. Got, got a bit of sting out again on Saturday, which uh, uh, plays into his hands. And uh, not surprised to see cars off run well at odds either. Um, it, it rated really highly with uh, with us when it won uh, down in Melbourne a few two or three starts ago at Flemington, I think it was. Uh, and then just sort of maybe... Um, Ran out of condition or something when he loomed up on a heavy track last time and ended up being pretty well beaten. But yeah, I wasn't surprised to see him improve at all. I think I think your horse you backed in this race can be followed. It's closed really well versus the day here, Mark. Yeah, it was the start that destroyed its chances. It, it just walked out of the gates, came out two lengths behind, and then he, he just sort of tried to poke up on the fence and he couldn't really get into the race. And yeah, he did. He did, uh, or she did, come home okay. And the other horse that stands out on the puntingform.com.au data is Big Duke. Ticking over as a big old stayer. Good, good little run here for further. Yeah, it was schnicked at the start from the wide barrier. Just angled to last on the second last on the fence. Got a bit too far back, but only finished three point eight lengths off him. Rob, what'd you make a supernova? 
Ah, laid it for the win and the place. Give myself a big pat on the back. Um, so you've got like 15 horses walking around, 14 are walking around relaxed, and then you got Supernova. Just like, you know, jig jogging, just sweating on some, just start laying it, thinking, you know, the, the word will get back from the yard that this thing can't win. Was, Fucking rock solid. It was fires yeah. into like 420 in the last three months. <laughs> no, I, I sat there with like, yeah, you know, I was, really, I, was, I was risking most of my winnings on the day, actually, actually <laughs> not, running, uh, not winning. Um, yeah, so if it had won, I would have uh, been in a world of pain, but look, I, I was never really worried here. Um, Finch just, you know, stamp, stampede, another great example of, of a horse that, you know, is going to trade shorter in the run, look fantastic in the yard. It's just one of, of just, um, oh, look, I got it on the right side of him one day. He's, he's, he's a good-looking horse. He looked completely at top. Um, but, yeah, the winner, I think, is a class above these. All right. Well, lucky last, boys. Race nine, the E-Group Security Benchmark 88 over 1,200 metres. They went, they went real slow here. They came home pretty slow. Um, Rob, what price this thing pay and how'd you find it? Uh, per- perfect for Waller first up um, was the comment, um, which is always a good thing and it's $30. Um Grey Worm, I just thought was unders. Just, just I thought all these horses paraded really well, um, including You Make Me Smile, which I thought Tommy Berry was going to be a good thing for, but it wasn't. That horse gets on well with Cap. Um, Tommy did gave it none. Um, <laughs> so he was the top pick. Um, but, yeah, Sweet Scandal looked great. I thought, I thought a few looked great, like prime candidates run well again here. Um, we talked about the data. Yeah, they went slow. All right, well, so she's come home really well. I guess she didn't have to be quite, you know, she was at that perfect waller, 30 to 1, got to have something on um, when I thought Grey Worm was unders. And right here, and I gave none as well, so it just had to be betting in the race. Mark, anything to take from race nine for you? Uh, I certainly agree that Grey Worm was too, sh- Grey Worm was too short. I, uh, I found him the previous start at around $7 from memory, that sort of price range anyway, and... Uh, he was better suited that day uh, compared to compared to Saturday, and he was about a third the price. So I had to be around him. I didn't. I thought everything in the market was its right price or shorter. So I ended up just having a small bet on um, Star Reflection at close to twenty to one, uh, who wound, but uh, mm. wounds. I thought thought might have the winner at the two hundred, but she um, couldn't finish it off. I um, I couldn't find the winner, Sweet Scandal. I thought she might need further. Obviously, the yard report. Uh, told us that she was primed to go first up. But Brock Ryan's Metro strike rate of, a, you know, <laughs> it's five wins from about a 1,000 rides now, and, and I'd all, uh, already fallen into him in race two on um, Eugene's pick, and so I swore off him again, so there's no way I was going to back him at any price in the last, and uh, he proved me wrong. Fair enough, boys. Which horse are, are, are we following out of the meeting? Uh, well, there's one in, in this race that we haven't talked about, which I, I sent out half a half a bet on. Uh, was D- don't give a damn. Um, he 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 he. I think he's run really well uh, here, considering he was, had no luck early in the race. And um, you know, I think it's, you know a chance in the Kosciuszko probably will be Danny Williams's pick. I'd say that's interesting because his best is very 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 good. He's obviously. Yeah. The horse didn't come up last prep either, but um, if he can find that form, he can win. Because Oscar, Oscar would be 
Well, he did. Yeah. We had a we had a five unit play on him one day when he, he beat bloody trekking, I think, and um, some other really good horse um, for Waller. In those, um, anyway, we'll move on. Um, horses to follow, Mark. Uh, pretty obvious, but probably all uh, I think gets her right race in the flight stakes in a fortnight. And yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm leaning Pierre. His favourite, I know, but I'm leaning Pierre in the Everest um, from the five that raced on Saturday. Uh, one that didn't run that I'm trying to... I actually wanted to have something on again in the Phillies race was Fliss, because uh, she was great first up, and uh, I really thought 1,400 would suit her, but they mm. ducked the wet track that didn't eventuate. So, uh, but uh, very keen to see her next time out, too. Yeah. No, I think that's absolute madness that they ducked. Like, she's like an athletic type, you know, looks like a wet track type, you know. Like, you know, and, I don't want to bring up Winks again, but, you know, she's, she's got that light, lighter frame as a three-year-old filly. And be suited. The Dave Doro, which are a great quick track. Yeah, they're swimmers. Yeah. Oh, these—they don't know anything sometimes. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> anyway. Rob, my horse to follow, mm-hmm. Penske. Horribly mistreated in that race in race three. That's going to be my horse to follow. Paraded okay from the out. Oh, so so. He's okay. only. He's only. Sat there, horse to my eye to look at on on class and and Colding uh, in that way got got the win. That was a that's a pretty good winning. Um, I'm not sure what what to do with Avantage. He looked pretty forward to me as well, Pete. Um, so uh, I'm not sure how he's going to go this time in. Any other talking yeah. points out of the meeting, boys? I'll just say on Avantage, it totally ruined um, Star of the Seas chances as well. Just stopped dead right in front of him. Yeah, I saw I saw half a Twitter blowing up about that again. Yeah. I don't love it. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right, um, boys, that's been a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed it, guys, listening at home. Uh, feedback, encourage, get in touch with us on Twitter, especially Rob, he loves it. So uh, what's your Twitter <laughs> handle, Rob? Um, uh, my yard mailbag, which is, um, it's a funny one. I don't know why I did it at the time. You'll find me. <laughs> I don't find care. Him. Just search for <laughs> Anything else, boys, that's it? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Thank you so much for joining us again, Mark. Appreciate it. Rob, go well. Great, great, great Saturday. Onwards and upwards, my man. Thank you, mate. That's it. That's it. You too, mate. And, uh, yeah, you, you launched, you know, had a good day yourself. Yeah, I, I had a big day, but I dribbled it all back towards the end. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, you're still betting in Sydney, so, you know, happy days. Well, I, did, I did have a good bet at an MD runner, which is a bit like Mark was saying with Brock Ryan. No, 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 no. Anyway, it's it's yeah, you got to burn something. You know that's not right, mate. Um, I know I know how you feel about it. It's like me having a big go with Tommy Berry or something. It's just the race. The race. That race was won by M Walker. So I was I was pretty fucked either way there. <laughs> yeah, I did have a good go at that thing. All right, boys, I'll catch you in the next week. Um, we've got the uh, Golden Rose, um, which we all think Kubrick's a good thing in at the price, I think. Yeah, and Flemington this Wednesday, punters. Looking forward to it. Flemington, followed by Mooney Valley Friday and Caulfield Sunday. Oh, it's a big week. In between that, we'll watch the Giants just really, really sharp against the Tigers and scare the shit out of people like Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just great to be there again. Nah, good, good, good luck, Mark. Cheering for you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye, bye. Bye, boys. Bye.